Hello and welcome to Golden Chat. When you join the Golden Chat, you join the Jesus Chat and experience a way out message for a way out world. Please note that Dr. D's doctorate is in clinical psychology and not in theology. Therefore, her ideas on Jesus are from her own journey. Hello, this is Dr. D, ready to do a double knockout with episode three. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to discuss today putting off procrastination. Yes, putting off procrastination. Of all of the things that you can think of that you would like to put off, it might not be procrastination because procrastination is what allows you to put off all the things that you've been wanting to do and that the Lord Jesus has been wanting you to do. So, First of all, before we talk about putting off procrastination, I would like to share with you that I have been listening to a hit song the past few days, and I tell you, I must have listened to it at least 20 times. It's so beautiful and deep and profound. The song is called Burn the Ships, and it was written by Matt Hales, Seth Mosley, Joel Smallbone, and Luke Smallbone, performed by King and Country, which is the Smallbone brother duo. This song is so beautiful and has so much depth and courage in it that it inspires me. And I've been waking up every morning since I first listened to it with that song in my head. I think I may have even been dreaming about it. The song is called Burn the Ships. Yes, my friends, Burn the Ships. And... The Small Brone Brothers have such a beautiful discussion of the meaning of that song in other places online, but I would just like to say that I am so grateful for their intellect and insight and intuitivity (laughs) in reaching many people with this song. Now... The wonderful thing about songs like this is that they can have personal meanings for many people. And I would like to share something that um, this song sort of spurred in my own heart. First of all, I did look up that explorer Hernan Cortez accidentally landed in enemy enemy territory and to keep his men from retreating he commanded his generals to quote burn the ships and i'm wondering um are you stuck on a shore a lonely shore where you're cast away Are you stuck on that shore 
and not doing the things that you need to do to explore the avenues that the Lord has in mind for you to do? And how can you get off of that shore? You know, I would say that for me, at least, that shore has been a shore of procrastination. Just putting off what I need to be doing. Have you ever been on that shore? Have you ever stayed on that shore for weeks or months or even years? Or what about your whole life? It would be sad to think that someone would want to stay on that shore their whole life, but it certainly can be done. And my idea for you is that you consider burning the ships, burning the ships that would take you back to the country of your past and just leave you living your past and reliving your past over and over all your life for the rest of your days. What are the ships that are holding you back? What are the ships that are keeping you from exploring the new world, a new chapter ready for your life? The ships that I would suggest that many of us have are ships of doubt, where we doubt that we can really do the things that we want to do. We doubt that God really does have a plan for us. We doubt that we'll be able to reach the pinnacle of attainment that the Lord has planned in our lives. And also, the ship of double-mindedness. You know, this is similar to doubt, but it's basically saying and telling people that you're going to do one thing, but doing the other thing. And also, double-mindedness in that on On one hand, you do the things that God wants you to do, but then on the other hand, you purposely disobey that. And so I would call disobedience another ship that needs to be burned. Disobedience to God, because, you know, God has the best thing in mind for you. God has wonderful, wonderful ways to help you. And like I talked about in one of my other episodes, God has gigantic galaxies of gifts just waiting for you. But you need to submit to him and give those gifts back to him and he will multiply them beyond your wildest imagination. You know, we all need to forge ahead into new territory. I believe in Latin this is called carpe diem, which means seize the day. Have you seized the day in your life? When was the last day that you really seized the day and embraced the moment and enjoyed the present time with your family and friends and the work that God has given to you. When was the last time you really embraced the day? When was the last time you 
bathed in the presence of the Lord God Almighty and just told him thank you and how grateful you are to him. In order to burn the ships of doubt, double-mindedness, and disobedience, we need to leave the shore of procrastination. Both of these need to be done at the same time, actually. It's tough. It's tough. What I would suggest is going ahead and burning those ships so that you can leave the shore of procrastination. And then you be free to conquer the future. You know, this was like the promised land, promised to God's children. And it took them 40 years of wandering around in the desert until they actually reached the promised land and conquered the promised land. What is your promised land? You may not even know it yet. But what I want you to do is to burn those ships of doubt and double-mindedness and disobedience and conquer your future. How can you do that? It takes courage, my friend. It takes a lot of courage to step off that shore of procrastination. You know, procrastination is something that allows us to avoid the anxiety of not wanting to see. It, and it, it, allow, it allows us to avoid anxiety of not seeing that you haven't started yet. Yes, procrastination is very tricky business. It can be lure it can lure you into just sitting back and procrastinating the rest of your life because it's so anxiety provoking to actually look. In psychology, some of us call that the observing response, to make an observing response and actually observe that you are not moving forward in your life, but you've got to stop procrastinating and put off procrastinating. There is a famous Chinese prophet named Lao Tzu. That's L-A-O, new word, T-Z-O. And that prophet is credited with a wonderful, wonderful saying. And that saying is, the journey of a thousand miles starts with the ground under your feet. You may have heard a different version of that translation, but I'm telling you that this was the translation translation from the original. In other words, the journey of a thousand miles starts with the ground under your own feet. This was sort of a yin-yang type of thing that you will actually be able to feel the action of making that journey of a thousand miles if you first feel the stillness of the ground under your feet. You know, sometimes we have to feel the stillness of the ground under our feet and feel how 
desperate we are to get out of the idling mode that we are in. And once we do that and we can see the stillness and really obey the Lord, then we can go ahead and walk that journey of a thousand miles. You know, God is the God of now. He's not the God of the past. He's the God of now. And I would like to share with you a scripture that is really my favorite scripture of all time. And I have many of them like most of us do, but this is my favorite scripture of all time. And it was spoken by Jesus himself in red letters. And it's John 4.35. I'd like to read that to you now. Say not ye, there are yet four more months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white, all ready to harvest. I'm going to read that one more time. I think it bears repeating. This is Jesus Say not, there are four more months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes, and look on the fields, for they are ripe, white, already to harvest. My friend, God has a harvest for your life, but you first got to go through the motions of sowing, sowing the word into your heart. And then, my friend, you will reap an amazing harvest. Once you sow the word into your heart, you will understand God's purpose for your life. And you will live out that purpose with grace and courage, not perfectionism. Because, you know, I'd like to comment on this as an aside. Perfectionism is simply another form of procrastination it's like oh well it wasn't perfect so i can't do it it's not perfect this time so i won't do it this time and it's not perfect in the future the next time so i just won't do it you see that's what procrastination is it lures us perfectionism is it lures us into procrastinating and staying on that solitary shore that solitary shore of procrastination. My friends, it's time to wake up and realize that we have to burn the ships and then we will be free because we will be we will have no other choice no other choice to retreat. There will be no other choice but to move forward and embrace the future of our lives thank you my friends and please subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends to subscribe too and please if you find a moment in your day 
Go to goldenchat.net for more information. And thank you so much for listening. I love you all, and I know that Jesus loves you even more. Is prayer, my friend. We need it quite a bit. So rapidly, rapidly, rap, my friend. Rap this faithful hit. It's gonna be a double knockout, my love. Come with me if you choose. We love all God's children up here, but without us, you're sure to lose. Knockout.